What is up, guys? It's Wes Hager, uh, one of your hosts for the OKS podcast. Be sure to check us out every Thursday on whatever platform you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, guys. What's going on, everybody? Jordan Caldwell here, and I am presenting to you the Halfback Dive Podcast presented by the OKS Productions. All fantasy football, all just football in general, all the time. Every Tuesday, uh, I'll be posting a new episode talking about the previous week of NFL. So uh, tune in, give me a listen, and thank you. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're back with another episode of A Fitch and Thomas Logan. Uh, as always, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at my personal accounts. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are Logan underscore 1296. Facebook, Logan Fitch. Uh, if you want to get up with me uh, about anything, then that's where you can find me. Uh, on the show tonight, last week we had one member, another member of the OKist team, and tonight you get the other member. You get the, the final the member, real member. The real member. The real member. Yeah. The gold member. I'm still here. Wow, dude. And Jordan, <laughs> we, we just finished recording um, the OKS podcast episode for this week, or Super a few pumped. weeks ago. This is my first time on a fishing time with Logan. I'm pumped. Are you excited? I'm, I'm getting good I'm glad, vibes already. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. I I'm glad that. we were able to do this. I was afraid, you know, you're you're very busy. You're a very busy person. Yeah. And I was afraid that you'd be like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. But I'm glad. I'm I'm glad we're able to do both of these stuff. Absolutely. So, uh, before we get started, if you just want to like plug social media, whatever you have. Social media. Hold on. Let me look it up. I don't even. I don't even use. Where people can find you if they want right. to get in contact if with you. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's now, Wesley ladies. Hager. No uh, spaces, just Wesley Hager. If you want to follow me on uh, Twitter, it is... You can follow me on my gaming account, which is Wes Outlaw. Let me go to Wes... On Twitter? Capital Wes, capital O and Outlaw, and then capital TV, Wes Outlaw TV. And you can also follow my personal Twitter at Hager Wesley on Twitter. Sweet. Also, I have an Instagram account for my clothing brand. If you would like to follow that, let me find it as well. I do be having. Accounts. I do be, I do be having multiple accounts, though. When I started this podcast, I was like, I don't want a million accounts, so I don't know how you do it. Right. Go follow me on uh, Instagram at resilienceapparel.ig. I just had a new. Uh, two t-shirt designs drop. Message me if you're interested in purchasing a shirt. That's right. And ladies, he is taken. I Sorry. Taken. Happily engaged. Happily engaged. How long have you been engaged? For two That's not a good question. That's not a good years. question. I'll cut that out. That's not a... <laughs> I think in, like, you know, you think, oh, how long have you been together? I'll say that. So how long have you been together? We've been together for, let's see, December 17th, 2014. So almost six years. That's crazy. This is. This I'm happy for you. Appreciate That's it. Good. Appreciate it. Happily uh, engaged for two years. Allison was really impressed uh, when we were recording a couple weeks ago about you were saying that um, you're really just ready to settle down, yeah. and she was like, "Wow, I, I can't." 
can't imagine. You know, that's awesome. Right. And so, so she actually has that. been listening yeah. to the podcast, and and when I um said that I got in trouble, she called me out on that. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It, it's okay. Yeah, understand. Um, so uh, you know, now we've got uh, the basics taken care of. Just tell me a little about yourself. I am 22 years old. I think I'm 22. I am from born and raised in Inez, Kentucky, Martin County. Yep. I was born at Ashland King's Daughters. Oh. Yeah. Where were you born? Peabody. Me too. Okay. That's what I, I thought. Born and raised in Inez, Kentucky. My dad is actually from Hardy, which is in Belfry. My mom is from here in Inez. She went to Sheldon Clark. And they met at Alice Lee College, which is where I attend Aww. college. I'm a senior there. I am a student teacher. This is my last semester in the classroom, or my last semester as a student in the classroom, but I'm also getting the teacher experience as well, so it's kind of like yeah. double double dosing for me. So yeah. I'm doing my student teaching. I started doing my student teaching at South Floyd Elementary in Floyd County, and then I get a call Monday that I could potentially have a job by, you know, as soon as possible. That ended up falling through, but... I got my foot in the door to do my student teaching in Martin County, which was ex- which is where I wanted to be in the long run. So I'm doing my student teaching mm-hmm. at the middle school, but I'm also teaching the class um, as well with a, with the help of um, Sheila Priest. Okay. Yeah, she is my that, mentor teacher. Uh, that taught at Ines Elementary. Yeah, okay. she ended up doing gifted and talented. Yeah, we were trying to figure yep. out who uh, who's going to be your mentor. Yeah, uh, me and mom were. And she's super nice, super nice lady. Uh, I'm already learning a lot from her, so that was probably the best situation for me. And then hopefully, come December when my 70 days are up, I'll I already know that I'll have a job there. Is there only 70 days in a in a semester in yeah public school? I only have to um, well student teaching. I only have to teach for 70 days, and then um, I can start applying for jobs. Which in this case, I already have a job. So that's awesome. Um, all the while I'm student teaching in Martin County, I have to drive up to Floyd Central to help their football program. I am an assistant coach up at Floyd Central. Um, I do the defensive backs and wide receivers up there. And it is kind of, at, at first it was kind of tough, you know, driving all the way from Martin County to Floyd Central. Sometimes I would drive with dad, but it's hard on gas, especially now that I'm laid off and I don't have a job, so. Mm-hmm. But you know I'll get through it, and um, I'll. This will be my second year being their assistant coach. Legally, I'm a paid assistant, so this is my second year up there. The first year, this is technically my third year coaching, but my second year coaching legally, right? Because you, they have a rule. The KHSA has a rule that you have to be 21 to coach. Mm-hmm. And the first year, I couldn't give any instruction. I was just the ball boy. So, but I was on the sideline, so okay, that was good. Um, so going back to uh, teaching, you know, uh, what what made you decide that you wanted to be a teacher? Actually, hold on. Side note, uh, my step grandma had his dad as a teacher at Belfry. Yep, uh, she was she was his his dad's teacher when he was in high school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sorry. What's I, her name? I was thinking of that. Uh, she was a hunt, Rita Hunt. Um, okay, I'll ask him. I'll ask him when I get home tonight. That's she was awesome. teaching. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what what made you decide that you wanted to be a teacher? Okay, so I mean, growing up, I've always, 
you know, the teachers that I've had have always been the most influential people in my life. And like, I don't know, it's just when I was little, I just viewed a teacher as like an idol, you know, kind of like just looked up to him. Um, even if they were kind of rough on me, I knew that they were always had my best interests at heart. Mm -hmm. And it's just the kind, it's kind of the same way with, uh, coaching. You know, I feel like as a teacher, you're the coach in a classroom. Yeah. It's like you can, and that's just like some of your best coaches weren't the best players in high school, but some of the best and some of the best players weren't the best coaches. You know what I mean? So, and it's like. Even though I may not be the best at content, I, well, I don't view, think that I am, but I feel like I can coach the students to get the gra- – and it's it's that gratifying feeling when you teach a, a student and they actually get it and it clicks. It's the most gratifying feeling that you'll oh, ever yeah. Yeah. experience. Um, that's, you said that you, you struggle with content you, or you feel like that's where you struggle the most. And that's kind of like – that was with me too when I was doing, uh, when I was in the education program at Moorhead, and we would start going out in the schools. I felt like that was the hardest part for me was like, I guess figuring out what I was going to teach and like, what if I don't know the answer? To, like I asked myself that, like, yeah. or I said that, you know, I was like, what if this kid asks me a question and I don't know the answer to it? What do I do there? I have to be the one that knows the questions that they have, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of the questions that. You know, I'm asking uh, teachers because I'm still new to this. Like, I have no idea. It's like I'm. Uh, my mom and dad always say, like, try to be a sponge. You know, like yeah. soak up everything. Yeah. And the, this first year, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm asking questions. You know, even even if they're like they sound. I've asked some of the stupidest questions. I'm not even. But, hey, there's no there's no such thing right, as a stupid question. Right. And so I'll, I'll be asking questions, and it's like, if. So, for example. Um, Miss Butcher had to be moved to science when I came in because I, I kind of, I'm not going to say I took her job, but they made a place for me. Mm-hmm. She, her certification is in math and science. So she was able to teach science. And so when I came in and she's like, me and you were in the same boat together, I got to learn the science content and just like you got to learn the content. So yeah. like, that makes me feel good. Like, yeah. because if, if you have a dual certification, and you so say I have a math and history, which was what I was gonna do, math and history. So say I have a math and history and I teach math for ten years and then my eleventh year they get somebody else to do math and they throw me in a history position, then I kinda have to learn that content as the student as I'm teaching it at yeah. the same time. Because I've never been I've not done it in so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that that's what a lot of teachers that's what I'm seeing a lot of teachers do. But, like, they're so well with their strategies that you can't really tell that they're learning it at the same time that they're teaching it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's because they've been in the classroom for so long. And that's, you know, um, you're you're still new. And they always say, I I heard this from my mom. I heard this from my professors. You'll learn more in the classroom. I'm sure you will learn more in this semester than the three and a half years at school and i'm not Absolutely. knocking your school at all right. it's, it's just, just it's anywhere you know you learn more in experience and i've learned that even with business you know i'm on i'm actually like on a board now and i'm seeing business firsthand 
and I feel like I'm learning so much more than I've ever learned right. in, uh, in in my <laughs> a lot of years uh, <laughs> at Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, but yeah, you, you know you'll you'll get it and you'll get it quick. You'll you'll know. Yeah, I, I've already learned what I feel like. Like I'm really stressed out because you know when, where I'm doing STEM. I don't really, I don't have any standards to follow. Like, I don't have any guidelines that I have to teach. Like, so, like, that would be awesome if there, if I was, like, a experienced teacher and I didn't have no guidelines to teach. But I'm, I need, like, a clear-cut rubric that I need to mm. teach. You know what I mean? So you don't have, a le- you've designed your own, like, I don't content do- or what, what's the, what's the term? The, it's not... Uh, Kind of like a curriculum. syllabus, yeah, curriculum. That's yeah. where I was thinking of. You you designed your own curriculum for yeah. this semester year. I've, yep, I've mapped out my curriculum to kind of. I'm kind of collaborating with the eighth grade math teacher okay. at the school, and we're gonna try kind of be doing the same stuff. He's gonna be doing more math stuff. I'm gonna be doing math stuff, but kind of like how it applies to the real world. Make it. Would you make it like hands on yeah, more? As much. See, and that's another thing. Well, STEM, as, as much as you can. Yeah, right STEM now. is like a huge like. Building stuff, like, mm-hmm. I've asked a question already. Um, if you could build a roller coaster in Martin County, what would be some pros and cons of, like, building a roller coaster? And there's been kids that have talked about the business side of it. There's mm-hmm. been kids that have talked about, you know, the geography of it. Like, we have a lot of mountains, so it would be. and You'd do, like, one of those alpine coasters. Yeah. yeah. And just getting them to think a little bit. But as, as far as doing activities, um, I haven't really thought. Because STEM yeah. is a lot of hands-on stuff, like building, putting stuff together, yeah. teamwork, collaborating, and putting your differences aside. Or like if you have an idea and I have an idea, let's meet in the middle and cooperate and knock it out together. Yeah. And then, but with COVID-19, like how can you do that? There's a ton of like at-home hands-on stuff that you can do that you can find on Pinterest. When uh, we were still open and I was, we had, uh, we were getting ready to close for covid um, I wanted to like have at home experiments, STEM experience, because that's kind of you know I was I wasn't a I wasn't a STEM instructor, I was a STEM instructor's assistant basically, and um so I never had to teach things. I taught a little bit when we had a lot of students or whatever, but I was never the main teacher. I was just the assistant, and um I was kind of in charge of finding at home STEM activities. And then, I I apologize. I wish I think I posted one or maybe two, and then it just like just so much happened, and I just had no time to like post. And I wanted to keep up with. I wanted kids to share what they've done and and stuff like that, but it, I just never got to it. And yeah, you know, I, I I wish I I wish I would have. Uh, I wish I would have. I, cared a little more you know and that's the thing like you're you're definitely passionate about teaching and you you got to do something that you're passionate about and that's right. what this podcast is for to share your passion to share really i was kind of thinking about this the other day people ask me oh what's your new podcast about or why, why did you start a new one whatever and you know i try to give them this big long uh like thought out explanation oh i want i want to hear the passions which is true like but I really just want to talk to people. I just want to meet new people. I just want to 
get into deep conversations. Learn stuff. Learn stuff, yeah. yeah. That's really why. But but passion, their passions go does go along with it. Go, it goes with the the reason that I'm doing this. Right. Um, but I, I just, I never really, I never had a passion for, for STEM, for teaching, really. You know, I thought I did for three and a half years. I thought I did, but but it just it wasn't it wasn't for me. Right, it worked but, out for you in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has. Um, but no, like, but you know, that's what I admire. That's why I wanted you on the show because. That really, you would have been a the best like pilot episode because you're the most passionate person I've ever met. <laughs> Anything you do, you're passionate about it, and you hit it head on. I appreciate that. Anything, you know? Yeah. Wouldn't you agree with Jordan? Uh, yeah, I definitely. do put a lot of half halfway stuff, and I have um, like if I ever like I I I like to stay busy. I know. I yeah. know you you like to stay busy too, yeah. and I always like to stay busy, and sometimes. When I have too much stuff going on, I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta start cutting off stuff that's like irreal, like I don't really need to do that I just do for funsies. Mm-hmm. So that's why the league kind of went by the wayside. Yeah, and that's why like just, yeah, the book that I was writing that I'm three chapters in went by the wayside. Yeah, but I can always come back to it. And that's pick something it up you can always pick up. up. You can always do the league again yeah. if you feel like you have a month or two. Right. And, you know, it's that stuff that you can do for years. It's yeah. It, you know. Uh, and uh, another thing, you know, I want to go ahead and get into this. Uh, your newest project yeah. is your your company. You you yeah. um, you talked about it at the beginning. Uh, so what what gave you that idea to start? This? Yeah, to to start. Honestly, your, your... it was just I obviously wanted to have something that people would you know see and be like. Oh, who who's that affiliated with? And it would be mm-hmm. like, oh, that's Wes's brand. You yeah. know what I mean? And the name resilience, everybody was kind of like making fun of it, but for me, it it doesn't bother me because like being resilient means like overcoming adversity mm-hmm. and going above and beyond uh, against all odds. Like just any barrier, any obstacle that you have in your life, it, anytime you get hit with adversity, it's how you get up. It's how you bounce back and overcome that. Yeah. And that's what being resilient is, and that's what I feel like the brand represents. And in this time of in this time in this crisis, if everybody would just, you know, take all the precautions necessary, wear your mask, uh, clean yourself, like it's not that hard. Yeah. And these are the these are the obstacles that we are faced with right now mm-hmm. is COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. and it's how we react. It's how we react. Like if yeah. we don't take the precautions, then this is going to be around forever. But we can slowly combat this. Yeah. And that's honestly why I made the brand is because I feel like being resilient, like in in these times of need, we all need to be resilient. And yeah. that's why it's Resilience Apparel. And it's it, it's it's Wes Hager's uh, apparel. It's like, got Inez Kentucky you, on you, it. You're resilient. And, going, and that like goes hand in hand with being passionate in a way, you know? And so like that's like, that was like the perfect name. That that's I'll say that's like the most perfect name that you could have like came up with for your clothing apparel. It's really cool. So cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um so you uh you're very athletic, uh played sports your whole life. Right. If you want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. So my from the time I was little, I played uh football, basketball and baseball, T ball, 
Youth League Football, Hoops League. Um, and I, it was at a young age that I really, like, fell in love with all, like, those three sports. I, I would play anything that had a ball in it, but those were the three sports that I was considered or that I considered my big three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, football was in the fall, basketball was in the winter, right after football, and then baseball was in the spring all the way through the summer, and then football started back over again. Yeah. So it was like I didn't have time to do anything else. Yeah. Um, really competitive player or really competitive person. You guys know, oh, super yeah. compet- competitive in anything, and that started at a young age. So, um, I pl- started playing football or all the sports probably when I was about five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, in T-ball, I remember my first team. I was on the Yankees with Dylan James. Um, why well, is he the only person I remember on that team? <laughs> Jordan Goble. Michael Fletcher. Man, I'm trying to remember. Youth League football. Um, Braxton Kelly, Andrew Fletcher, Jordan, uh, Bryce Workman, Corey Stacy, um, Xavier, RIP. Um, who else? Colby. And a lot of those guys, like I still – you know, or am in contact with today, like I still um, keep in touch with them today. I But I played in the Martin County Youth Program, football, basketball, and baseball in middle school. Um, I played in the middle school programs here in Martin County. We made it to the state championship my seventh grade year, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I was on the eighth grade. But my seventh grade year, we made it to the state championship, and we got beat by Christian Academy Louisville 12-6. to 6. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. I hate to see it. And then my freshman and sophomore year, um, I was actually uh, – I went to Sheldon Clark and played football, basketball, and baseball. And then a situation happened with um, the superintendent here at the time. Um, I don't really know how far I can go into that, but uh, it's kind of touchy. But I, I could probably go into it if you wanted me to. I mean, It's up to you. Um, it affected you. It didn't affect me. Yeah, that's right. So um, I – there was a situation my sophomore year with the superintendent. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but we had had sewage coming up in our locker room for football. And um, my father, who was the coach here, went to the superintendent and said we needed to. And had been the coach for how long? For over, let's see, he started assistant in like 94 before yeah. I was even born. And he was the head coach in like 04? Something like that. So he had been he had been here for over. Oh my God, tw- it was probably over twenty years. But he had been head coach for like in 10, some type 11. of coaching position. Yeah, yeah. So he had been here for over twenty years. Yeah. And so <clears throat> he went to the superintendent at the time and was like, "We're changing in sewage. You know, we need something done about this because that locker room that we changed in, they had changed in in like the fifties and sixties." And it that was like we so we had been there for like forty fifty years, and he's like we just need uh, you know somebody to come in here and fix it you know we're not asking for too much just like somebody to come in there and get you know the situation taken care of with the sewage, and the superintendent basically told dad to shove it that nothing was going to be done and that he, basically he didn't care and my dad was really mad because he like he wouldn't have cared if it wasn't anything to do with the kids, but where. It was, you know, 
his players were changing in there, he was like, uh, he's not taking no for an answer. And then dad being dad, he's real fiery. They butted heads because the superintendent was ex-military, um, his way or the highway. And they butted heads. And then they tried to get dad, he tried to get dad taken out in handcuffs for something stupid. And then, you know, I just, that day, they ended up escorting dad out. The police did, but he wasn't in handcuffs. But they ended up suspending him for teaching, suspended without pay. And they fired him from the football coach on the spot. He did, the superintendent. And I had heard people, like, as soon as that happened, I was hearing hearsay like behind my back and I knew it was only a matter of time before I fought somebody or like got mad enough to like go off and so I just like didn't even sign out I walked out of school and nobody said anything to me like they weren't gonna so I just walked out of school got in my car because I was an old sophomore so I could drive when I was a sophomore and I just drove home didn't sign out didn't say a word just walked out went home and I ended up going to practice that day because when I got home dad was there and he said, now you're you're not quitting. You hear me? And I said, I know. And he said, you're going to go to practice today and you're going to act like nothing ever happened. You hear me? And I said, yeah. So who took over that day? Coach like, May. Okay. Coach May is always, like, Dad, Dad loved Coach May. Coach May had always been there, like, with Dad. There's, like, a real uh, picture, like, a real good picture of them whenever they beat Leslie County. And nobody expected him to beat him, and it's like him and dad just like hugging. It's really, but he loved Coach May, and so yeah. he called Coach May and was like, "You're gonna." Run. And Coach May was like, "Coach, if if they're not gonna hire you back, then I'm not doing it," which was awesome. But Coach May ended up helping that day. That same day at practice, fast forward to a few hours later when we had practice. When I get there, the whole bleachers. Mm-hmm is full of people like apparently there was going to be a meeting with meadows this the whole middle section of the bleachers is filled with parents and people in the community to like tell them off basically and the whole time he's just like kind of beating around the bush saying that oh it was just something uh tempers were flared whatever i don't know i think it's still on youtube i think ronnie hickman posted it on youtube Mm -hmm. and so and he was just kind of beating around the bush saying that, you know, nothing's really going to happen. But then there was a couple parents that were, you know, giving him the business saying you did like he cared about the kids. Like he was the only who are you to come in your first year and fire somebody that's been here for 20 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And needless to say, that ended with no closure. He didn't. He never said anything. And, you know, I was still pretty tore up next day at school. You were in school at the time, weren't you? Yeah, okay, so... Nobody went to class. When all of this happened, I was out of school sick for like a week. I had hand, foot, and mouth disease. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Some crazy disease where I had a sore throat, I had rashes all over my hands and all over my feet, hand, foot, and mouth. You know? And uh, so I was like watching everything from like... That was when Twitter was really big. Everyone at school had Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I was watching everything from Twitter. Free Hager. I watched uh, Ronnie Hickman's YouTube video of the press... or I guess it was kind of like a press conference. That's that's the first thing that came to my mind. Um, And I just kind of like followed everything. But then by the time I was back to school, everything had like quietened down. Yeah. It was it was a few days after that I finally got back to school. But I do like you were getting to say I do remember the uh, when they 
for the free Hager yeah. protests, I guess you want to call yeah. it. Uh, I do remember that. Um, but go ahead. Sorry. That was um, okay. So the day after practice, when we didn't have any closure at all, we still thought. Well, I was still tore up. I go into school, and um, you know, I was just talking to my friends and everything. Everybody was like, kind of trying to be good to me, like kind of like somebody in my family just died. That's what it kind of. Yeah. That's the kind of vibe I got. Like somebody in my family just died. Everybody was like, oh, it's gonna be okay, you know, everything. And then the bell rings at like eight. What what time does the bell ring? Eight ten, eight fifteen, something, something like that. I think it was eight ten, because the tardy bell is eight fifteen. And so at eight ten, the bell rings. Nobody gets up. Like I get up. You're like and nobody, and nobody gets up. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? So and Ethan looked at me. He's like, bro, sit back down. And I so I sat back down. And then the tardy bell rings. Nobody gets up. And then I was like, what is going on? And then everybody just like. Is just sitting there, blank. Laney comes in, gives a speech, and says, "Everybody, nobody gets up. Nobody gets up. It's like twelve o'clock before." And then Coach May comes in and is like, "All right, guys, come on. You know, he he's like, I know he's like, I'm in support of what you guys are doing. It's not right, but you know, Hager wouldn't want you to do this." You know, yeah. he appreciated it, but he wouldn't want you to do this. Yeah. And then everybody gets up, goes to class. It was like 12. We had missed like the first three, That's four crazy. periods of the day. That's like, I, you know, like I said, I remember all that happening. And that's like the most like community moment that's probably ever happened in this town. Yeah. And then um, the most like united that people have ever been. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's amazing. It, it was. And it, it honestly, like, made me cry at the I'm like, sure, yeah. Like, during school because, like, it was just awesome to see everybody come in support of, like. I mean, I'm sure there are a few that were just sitting there because. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the, the meaning behind it yeah. is, is very, yeah. very thoughtful. Yeah. Like, at least they did stay. You at know least I mean? they stayed, right. yeah. And so it was that day, I think. Um, let's see. I think all this happened on a Wednesday, and then Thursday was the morning that they protested. And then by that Thursday, he was reinstated, and they had a board a boards meeting, um, a board meeting, and that's where the Christy Osborne took the picture of Dad, and he was like wiping tears from his, it was, it it was all surreal at that moment. And mm-hmm. then we end up finishing out the season. He comes back, because um, at that time he was he had already been hired to be the baseball coach too. Mm-hmm. So, but this was football season. So he comes back for football. Then we go into baseball, win the first Ollie Regional Championship in since my, Coach Hall did in like eight or no. When was that? It was like 90-something, 92 mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. First regional championship since then. And, you know, so we had his first year as baseball coach, we win a regional championship. And then he went to the principal at the time. And who was also a new principal. And he said, he basically had a meeting with him. And he said that, you know, I need to know that you're going to have my back if something like this ever happens again. And the principal at the time basically told him that it would be best in your best interest if you seeked other employment. Because rumors had been going around that dad was putting his name out there for people, you know. But he was wanting to stay if everybody had his back. Yeah. And so he went to the principal and asked and that's like the least that anyone can ask. To have, you know, he could have asked for a crazy raise or something. Right. But all he was wanting was support from his coworkers yeah. and boss and community. And they couldn't even give him that. 
And so he asked if he could, if he would have his back if something like this ever happened again. And the principal at the time said it'd be in your best interest if you seek other employment. And so from that day on, uh, Dad applied to other places. He um, got hired on at Prestonsburg as assistant basketball, assistant football, and head baseball coach there. And that's where I finished out my last two years. Um, I won two regional championships. No, I won one. I was a back-to-back all regional. Cha- I won my sophomore year at Sheldon Clark and then my junior year at Prestonsburg. And then um, my senior year, we won district championship, and we didn't win region. But my senior year of football, I was – my junior year of football, I was all region, or I was all conference, all district, and all region. And my senior year, I was all conference, all district, all region, district player of the year, region player of the year, and I made all state my senior year in football. So it ended up working out for me. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> but um, I was, yeah, that situ- that whole situation, um, if it would have never happened, then um, I feel like it made me a better, made me more humble for sure. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, kind of made me, uh, <clears throat> I feel like it made me a better person. I do kind of wish that it would have never happened so I could have uh, graduated with, you know, the people that I grew up with. But I am grateful for my Prestonsburg friends, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad that I was able to meet them. And a lot of them to this day I still talk to, but yeah. I would have liked to have graduated with my the people I grew up with. Yeah. And now it's all came full circle. I'm back it's in back, Martin baby. County. That's This is where I want to be. This is where I want to uh, start, or I, this is where I want to finish my coaching career, and I'm, I'm blessed to be here, you know, at the yeah. the – basically the start of it so yeah and, and we were talking before you know you even got your placement really and mm-hmm. um you always said you know that, you know I, i'm sure i'll have to go all over the place or i'm sure i won't be able to it'll, it'll be a while but man martin case where i want to end up and now i'm here dude, it's where you're starting out yeah you know as long as all the cards are dealt right and everything you know pretty good chance that where you're going to spend your career yeah. as long as you want it. But, they they uh, for sure taking good care of me. Yeah, well, that's good. Mr. Haney, I don't care if he he gave me an opportunity, and I I can't thank him enough. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. Starting big boy, big boy job. Yep. Big boy job. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, you, you know, you are still coaching – at Floyd Central with yep. your dad. Um, I didn't know that – I actually didn't know that you were paid. Is that – is that – that's not a problem, is it? Like you being paid there while being a stu- – well, I guess you're not being paid to be a right. student teacher, so that's how yeah. – that, that, okay. There's I, nothing legally legally wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you said that this is your younger brother's senior year. Yeah. And that's why you want to – Yeah. I want to – this is – I want to give him the best senior year that – he can and that he can have because last year his uh senior year or his junior year was cut short mm-hmm. uh second game in he fractured his collarbone and it wasn't a clean break so it kind of didn't heal back as quickly as it should have oh okay but it, it but it did yeah. heal back okay. yeah and so he was out for three to four weeks and then he came back first game he was back from a broken collarbone he breaks his leg. Same bone, same leg. I broke my senior year. The funny story, when I broke my leg my senior year, it was against Allen Central. 
when he broke his leg his junior year, it was against Prestonsburg. So, and Allen Central and South Floyd combined to make Floyd Central. Oh, okay, okay. That's the significance. I was like, like I broke my leg against the team together. he plays for now. I broke my leg against the team he plays for now, and he broke his leg against the team I played for then. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. And same, same bone, same, same bone. leg. That's wild. Fibula, left leg. Wow. Same, wow, that's crazy. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know this, I'm going to tell you now. This man is not only a all-around athlete, but he's a singer. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your your singing career. If you want to sing us a little something, you know, don't be afraid. Oh, see, I'm, I'm nervous now. <laughs> see, you will find me uh, dropping some Frank Sinatra in the concession stand on a uh, a Friday night nine o'clock movie when we're cleaning the concession stand or something. But yeah, I mean. I started singing when I was really little and singing is one of those things that people say you either got it or you don't and I think that's completely false I think that if you start singing at a, at a young age then I feel like singing is one of those things where practice makes perfect but you have to start at a young age yeah like I don't know but I started I did start at a young age I've grew up in church I've sang in church just I still sing in church about every Sunday um I did Big Sandy Idol at Sheldon Clark my freshman sophomore year. My freshman year I was crowd favorite. My sophomore year I was a uh, crowd favorite and honorable mention at Sheldon Clark with some hard comp. My junior year I was uh I made it to the regional competition. First, yeah. I didn't make it my freshman sophomore year, but my junior and senior year I made it to the regional competition. Didn't get any award at the regional competition, but I got to perform at the MAC, so that was a pretty good experience. That's that's good enough. What else can you ask for? Right. You know? But I, I some types of music that I like. Um, you have a really interesting uh, uh, array of yeah, music that I you like. I listen to a lot of, I listen to, I like classical music. I like anything that I can, well, I mean, that does kind of sound, I like anything that I can sing well. Yeah. So of like, course, like, why wouldn't you want to? Right. So, like, Usher, I don't know. I like a wide variety of music. Yeah. I like vibing to hip hop. I can vibe to classical. I can vibe to pop, yeah. R and B. Um, I watched a little bit of the original Ocean's Eleven today with Frank Sinatra in it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't know what. what I, Dad watches those old movies all the time. I didn't know what he had it on, and I was like, I was watching, and I was like. Wait a second. Is that Frank Sinatra? And he was like, yeah. He's like, this is the original Ocean. Is, is that what it's called? Ocean's Eleven? I think so. And uh, But I, I, I knew... Actually, I don't, think, I don't think I even knew he was an actor. I didn't know he acted. But uh, I wanted to tell you that because I know you're a big big Sinatra fan. Does Jordan just... Fly mention? me to Oh, the yes! <laughs> Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on... A Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Wow. Fill my heart with song. Let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. 
In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. I love you. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Oh, that was so good. I love Frank Sinatra. That was so good. Um, do you have anything else? You know, anything I, interesting about you that we have not hit on? Uh, I know it's it's that's probably weird. You know, that'd be weird to answer. Um, anything interesting? Anything I don't know about you? That anything? Maybe not even about you. Anything you want to teach me? You know, that's mm. kind of I'd, I'd like to. I just want to give a shout out to um, everybody that's had an influence on my life from, you know, the people on the OKS podcast to all my teachers, all my uh, professors, all my coaches, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, my parents, grandparents, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody that's had an impact on my life. Caitlin, my fiance, hopefully I can't, you know. Uh, can't wait to get settled down, and I mean, I know we've already talked about that, but I mean, I don't really want to rush anything. But if something happens, then let it happen. Yeah. So that's good. Well, thank you uh, for coming on the show today. I'm glad we, like I said at the beginning, I'm glad we were able to get this uh, yeah. worked out. Thank uh, you so much for having me. Was, it's been that was good. My pleasure. I enjoyed that. Uh. Anyway, like I said, uh, you can find me on my personal social media platforms. Um, And I believe that's it. Bye.